the property pod. Pod. pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry hello and welcome to the latest episode of the property pod south africa's premier property investor podcast my name is Suryan Naidu, and on this podcast show, we gain insider insights from leading executives, analysts, developers, and entrepreneurs in South Africa's dynamic property industry. On the podcast today, we are chatting to Gavin Kelsey, COO of real estate agency group Just Property. July is savings month, so we have a bit of a savings month theme on the podcast today with the Saab meeting again for its latest MPC this week and a repo rate decision set for Thursday, another rate hike may be on the cards. We are talking with Gavin on why it's important to save for a deposit for a house ahead of trying to secure a bond. This is especially important for first-time home buyers who are likely to find it tougher to get into the property market currently, especially with the 14-year high interest rates. Gavin has over 25 years of experience in the real estate profession. Welcome to the Property Pod, Gavin. Thank you very much, Seren. And uh, yes, I appreciate the opportunity to share our insights with you. Gavin, there was an interesting media release the group put out recently regarding spiking interest rates and how prospective first-time home buyers can beat interest rate woes. It focused on the importance of a deposit. Gavin, our listeners should know what a deposit is, but perhaps you want to give us a brief explanation to kick off the conversation. Certainly. I think the easiest way to sum up what a deposit is, is available funds or additional funds that acts as a sort of down payment. It reduces the amount you have to loan from the bank in order to purchase a property and in effect reduces your monthly payments making the purchase of property more affordable, the easiest way to do those calculations is to find a property and bond calculator that allows you the fields to go and investigate for yourself the effect a deposit would have. Before we get into the benefits of a deposit, I already answered this question, but why is a deposit a good idea? Well, The first thing that a deposit does is it gives the bank or the loaning institution confidence of your cash situation. It also shows good money management. It protects against future interest rate hike increases. And the net effect then, as I mentioned earlier, is it reduces your monthly bond payment. So wherever possible, the bigger the deposit that one can save to set aside before making the purchase helps to mitigate or reduce the risk later on when there is an interest rate hike such as we've experienced over the last couple of months. The group presented quite a nice graphic in that release that I mentioned. Digging deeper into the detail, if one were to take a million rand bond today at the current prime interest rate of, I believe, 11.75% over 20 years, what would the difference be in terms of a lower payment and interest rate savings if you paid a 20% deposit as opposed to getting a 100% bond on a house? 
That's a very good question. And I think most home buyers should be looking to at least put together a 20% deposit or more. This is just good practice. And just to give you an example, the difference between a 20% deposit over a million rand property purchase over the 20 years, your repayments add up to currently about 8,670 rand a month. That's with the 20% deposit in. Now, if you had no deposit, for example, then the repayments are 10,800 rand. So the difference of around about 2,000 rand a month doesn't seem significant, but the knock-on effect of inflation and interest rate hikes not only increase your monthly exposure to payments for your property, but increases all other interest that you're incurring on any credit, car purchases, etc. And it's combined addition of all of those costs that put people under pressure when the interest rate continually goes up. Over 20 years, the interest rate goes up and down. But what sort of saving ballpark could you save over that 20-year period if interest rates stayed at, at that 11%? I'm just trying to get an idea because when you talk big numbers, then people take notice. Yes, for certain. And the interesting thing is that when you purchase at, for example, at a million rand or you purchase at 2 million rand, it's all driven by the percentage of the deposit that you're able to pay. So the net saving later on is considerable because your capital amount changes. So what you can do is reduce the capital amount, and we're going to touch on that, by adding extra income or paying extra towards your bond. Gavin, I'm not sure what the average house price is in South Africa at the moment, but if you had to buy a 2 million rand house, what would the savings more or less be? Do you have an idea? Yeah, so again, it's just say, oh, kind of in ratio with one another. So 2 million rand over 20 years at the current interest rate of 11.75%. You're looking at a bond repayment of around 21,600 rand with a... 20% deposit, it's again around 2,000 Rand less every month, being around 19 and a half. So there are some significant gains to be made depending on the deposit that you can put. For example, a 25% deposit, it's not a very significant amount against your 2 million Rand purchase, but you're saving almost 3,000 Rand a month by adding at 50,000 Rand more in terms of your deposit. So the inclination should be to rather take your time to build the savings of your deposit than to get into the market as soon as possible because it will go a long way to keep you in the game as a homeowner. Gavin, in the current interest rate environment, it is becoming more difficult, especially for first-time home buyers, to enter the market. And I suppose it's not easy for such candidates to get a 100% home loan either at the moment. So, of course, during this period of interest rate hike, the banks are also looking at improved criteria in qualifying their first-time buyers and, in fact, anybody applying for a home loan. So, in the end, it's down to affordability. And a common mistake that a lot of first-time home buyers make is they take whatever 
balance of their income is available after they've looked at all their costs and assign that entire amount to the price of the property they want to buy or their monthly repayments. And that's the fatal mistake because we need to build in room for increased interest rates. You know, one of the things we always say, is important to get into the market as early as you can, but you have to take your own affordability situation into account. For example, one needs to be able to weather the storm of increasing interest rates over a 20-year period. And that's quite difficult for a lot of first-time home buyers to conceive of the idea that for the next 20 years, you're going to be paying off on a bond and what kind of interest rate changes are they likely to be? So you always err on the side of affordability and ease with the cushion available than to stretch yourself too much. We are getting a bit into the personal finance side of things, but please share some tips on how one would save for that all-important home loan deposit. Well, you know, one of the things I'd like to suggest is to Make the goal of home ownership a priority, particularly for first-time home buyers. The sooner you get into the market as a home owner, the better chances you have of reaping the benefits of that investment, of holding that credit relationship with your bank. It's key to do the calculations right. Get a really good idea on your own personal finances and be quite ruthless on yourself at what it really costs you to live. And that way you can use home ownership rather as a long-term wealth creator than something that is restrictive over your ability to enjoy your life. One of the great tips we share with our agents for their clients is to say, Rather put property a priority before you put your motor vehicle because property has, as an asset value, always been able to outperform any other expensive item that we use. But it does require discipline to save a deposit. So save it wherever you can and take your time to put it together. And those tips on saving, cutting costs and that sort of thing, because disposable income is under pressure at the moment. Yes, and it's not always easy, right? But one has to be quite, as I mentioned, you know, one needs to be quite ruthless with it. Sometimes we come across additional lump sums. You might get a pay increase, you might get a bonus or an incentive or some commission comes away. Every little bit, try to Put it somewhere where you can't get to it. And this is the secret behind saving. And it's the secret behind putting a deposit together is where there is extra income, put it away, continue to operate with the expenses and the income that you have, but keep the discipline of not overspending. The old adage of spend less than you make is always true in these circumstances. <laughs> I hope uh, most South Africans take uh, note of that because we are in a lot of debt from what I understand. How important is a good credit score in terms of securing a home loan and, and better rates? Your credit profile and your credit score is very important. And it's something that has to be built on. And I think this is the crux of the matter. 
your credit score is developed over a long period of time. And it really boils down to how you spend your money actually on a daily basis. Doing certain things like paying all your bills, all your credit that you have. Paying on time is best practice and will most certainly help your credit score. And something else that may not be as commonly known is when you do have credit available, try not to get close to that credit limit when you're doing so. So if you're a 5,000 Rand credit limit on a card, try not to get within 500 Rand of that 5,000 because that means that you're stretching yourself almost beyond the limit to the ceiling of what you're capable of repaying and it tends to put one under pressure and not reflect so well. So those are some of the tips that I would love to share with the listeners. You talked about saving for that all-important deposit, but just to conclude, if one has bought a home and comes into some money or a bonus, would you advise paying it into your bond? And the reason I ask it is a further question, does it have an impact and do banks actually make such an option easy to take up? Yes, they do. And it is recommended because the lump sum does have an impact. Firstly, on the total amount that you owe against the bond. And obviously, it depends on how much the lump sum is. But it reduces the total amount owing or can reduce the monthly repayment. And this is something that you would negotiate with your financial institution, your bank, whenever you came into a lump sum. So it's always a good idea to push a lump sum towards your bond repayment. It is the longest credit that you will be involved in, and it has the most opportunity to give you a a solid return so long as you hang in there long enough to make this a wealth-creating asset. So you say talk to your bank, don't make the deposit, because sometimes you make the deposit and it sits there as available funds, but you need it to have an actual impact on lowering those uh, monthly payments and the overall amount. Highly recommended, because a lump sum would just be recognized and assigned to the account. It is your responsibility, really, to attend to the bank and request how you would like those funds applied to your account. And really to make note of that and have that recorded is just good practice. It's key also to good money management. And this is something that by record keeping of how you're interacting with the bank goes a long way to developing your credit score for the future and any future transactions you want to make with them. Gavin, thank you so much for your time. That was Gavin Kelsey, COO of Real Estate Agency Group, Just Property. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories.